Okay, after uh, seeing the need to train Joe on how to count again, <laughs> we're back. We're back from everything. We're we're back from our short break uh, again with Shannon. And you're back after two weeks because we that's how we release these. Yes. Yeah. You're back after two weeks and again uh, with Tabitha. Hi. Now, one thing I want to know is. Do you find that there's a supportive BBW com- community? Like, you know, you try and look at other things, you know, different fetishes, and, and there are a lot of communities uh, for, let's say, kink and different kinds of kink um, online, right? You could, uh, what's the, the website? I can't even think right now. Fet Life. Fet Life, that's it. Because, you know, so brain pretty. fart. I'm, I'm glad I'm pretty. So, like, on Fat Life, there seems to be a really supportive uh, community for different things. You know, be it bondage or uh, adult babies or uh, boot blacking, which is just it's polishing leather. Uh, is there a supportive BBW community? I have specifically stayed away from this area. So Why? Because I hate to think of it as a fetish. It bothers me. And then there's all the... You run into the... Well, I could be overstepping here. But I find that once I get involved in something that's BBW-centric, I get stuck in these loops with these... I don't know. Do, you, do, do we still use the term chubby chaser? I don't even know if that it still yeah, exists. Yeah, I've heard it recently. Mm-hmm. I've been labeled that. Because there are different boys who seek me out. There are people who are genuine. They just like larger girls. Maybe they're maybe it's the boobs, whatever. But they're into it. They're turned on by it. And then there's like the tourists who just want to see what it's like. Or the, or the ones that are more obsessed with the fat on my body than they actually sexualized me. Like, they want to put my their hands on me, but I don't know. Like, you know... I don't know the sex is necessarily what they're into. Like, I find that, now this might, it's not a, it might be my bias, but I find that I try to stay away from a lot of uh, Middle Eastern men because they seem to be really into this whole just grabbing at my belly, like, and like, not making me feel sexy, make me feel very objectified Mm -hmm. just because... Yeah, I don't know. It has happened also, but I've noticed that traditionally, as far as I can tell, it just seems to be people from the Middle East specifically. Like uh, whatever, it doesn't it doesn't matter what culture or it doesn't matter the religion or anything. It just seems to be a thing. Yeah, I've heard that about men in in some men in general, like but not necessarily Middle Eastern men. But uh, I dated this woman who uh, was seeing a guy who. Just like he would grab it and like her belly and shake it. And oh my god! Yeah, I'm not I, okay. So I have never experienced that. And if I did, I would become very punchy very quickly, mortified. Yes, and trying yeah. to just get away from yeah. the situation. Yes. So that's why I say I spend a lot of time vetting anybody that I want to be intimate with. Yeah. So, now, with that being said, you know, recently there may have been a, you know, I may have been picked up in a bar for the first time in, I don't know, 15 years, which was delightful. Mm-hmm. But, um... As far as a, as far as a BBW community, um, so I've been on, um, a website for, since like 2007, that's very BBW-centric. And what's Plenty interesting... Of fish? No. 
And what's interesting about it is that I have recently had people say to me, oh, but, but you're not a BBW. And I'm like, oh, but I am. So, but it, it's mostly men who say that. It's not the women who say that. <laughs> wow. Um, I, okay, so my disclaimer as far as a supportive BBW community is I'm not a huge fan of women. Um, I think that we are way too catty and emotionally charged. And I think that we say and do horrible things to each other. I don't have a lot of, um, and, and I'm not saying all women are like that. Um, but I think when you put enough women in the same group, you get comments like your ex heard where, oh, she's not a BBW, this sort of thing. Although my experience has been very much decent. Um, and, and honestly, like it's never been in person. It's always been online. Um, I, I have heard a lot of horror stories <coughs> of, of people who have tried to sort of have that kind of community. And I, and I agree with you, Shannon. I think that part of it is once you have that group, it is very easy to have it slip into, this is a fetish thing. Um, and I'm not, I'm not for that either. I mean, I don't, I guess I don't think of it that way because I just, I know, I guess everybody, I think everybody has their own physical type that they tend to like. Now, having said that, I have dated big, tall guys. I have dated average size guys. I have dated, dated, really dated tall, skinny guys. Like, you know, I guys with small penises like me. I'm not going to comment on that at all. That's okay. We're just going to go past that altogether. <laughs> um, Joe, I can't believe you didn't jump in there with something. I'm a little disappointed right now. So moving on. I I guess for me, like I I don't really feel that there needs to be a supportive BBW community. I think that if there's a bunch of like-minded people about something, it shouldn't be about what my body looks like. Well, this is why I tend to stay away from all that stuff. Because A, there's... I don't consider myself a fetish. Yeah, exactly. I just look different, but lots of people look different, so... And also, like, on those sites, like, it's great that there's someone who's into my body type, but what about my brain? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I'm a very cerebral person when it comes to, like, even affection or attraction. Mm -hmm. Like... I'm attracted to what someone's saying or how they feel about things. Like their body type is, is secondary, but you know, well, that's yeah. And that's like I I said, I've dated almost exclusively larger women. And one of the things that they ask me, and sometimes it's playful and sometimes it's a serious concern is when I lose weight, how will you look at me? Mm. How many times have we had that conversation recently? A Uh, lot. And to me, quite honestly, uh, what I look for, it, first of all, is eyes. I love eyes. If you have beautiful eyes, I'm in. Um, but I look for the qualities that, that my mother has, the, the positive qualities that my mother has. You know, being strong, being independent. Most of the women I've dated, like for a long time, uh, are smarter than me. Which is, I'm completely, completely fine with because I love smart women. You know, those are things. And the body is just, it's a casing. You know, it's, it's like clothes or, right. or piercings or whatever. You know, I don't necessarily want to, you know, I don't seek out someone with a labret. 
But if they have one, you know, I'm more interested in the person and, and their experiences. So you say those things, and I, I believe that you believe what you're saying. However, if you have ex- pretty much exclusively dated bigger women your entire life, do you, you can, I hope that you can understand why, if you're a bigger woman and you're dating somebody who has always dated bigger women, if you are losing weight, if you're in that process or if that's your plan, how that could be a concern. The same, I would think, as if you got together with someone when they were a size two and then they had a couple of kids and their lifestyle changed and all of a sudden they're a size 22. I'm not suggesting that body type is everything. What I'm suggesting is that in the beginning of a relationship, it does matter. And it matters because it's what attracts you to someone initially. Yeah. So if that changes, I mean, how many people have been in relationships where their spouse has put on 100 pounds and they're like, I'm not attracted to you anymore? So doesn't it stand to reason that if the, it, during the course of a relationship someone loses 100 pounds, there could also be that fear? Maybe not for everyone, but again, if you are someone who is attracted to larger women and all of a sudden your partner is not a larger woman. The, well, the, the question that comes to my mind is what are you doing dating, putting yourself out there while you're not looking the body type that you want to be? Because if that is your goal to work towards if you were to do that first and then and then you start dating mm-hmm. now you're putting forth the honest uh ideal that you have for yourself because coming back to um a, a slender or a thin woman putting on 100 pounds well when i married you you were thin yeah. so i was kind of hoping you would maintain that i mean i've does this permission for me to bulk to to get fat and guess what i don't want to because mm-hmm. i want to look this way right yeah no and, and that's what i mean like So, but having said that, um, the interesting thing about losing weight, um, is that I'm in some ways actually less confident about my body now than I was 150 pounds ago because there's stuff going on. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like when you lose that much weight, your skin does not just go, Hey, let's shrink with you. It doesn't happen like that. So in a lot of ways, I was a lot more comfortable being naked, for example, when I was bigger. Um, So yeah, and I mean, that's something that I can take care of, but I'm not doing that now. So then, okay, what about after I go and do that and I'm whatever normal is, do you know what I mean? Like normal for me at least. So then if you're attracted to big girls, every time I see you seeing a big girl, I'm going to be like, well, obviously she's more attractive to you. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think, I think it goes both ways. I think it's unrealistic for people to think that how you look doesn't matter because I am not attracted in general to blonde people. I'm it's just not a thing for me. I have never been like, oh my God, that guy's super hot or that girl's super hot and they're a blonde. Like that's, it's not my thing. So I'm not likely to start dating someone who's blonde. If you are somebody who is not attracted to overweight men, you're likely not going to start, unless, hey, there's always the exception. You might meet somebody and they're an amazing person. And as we all know, if you become attracted to their mind, often the physical follows, right? But what I'm saying is, 
I, I think that, I think for us to, to, to say, oh, it shouldn't matter. No, realistically it shouldn't, but it does. It does. It does. You know, on some level it does. If for no other reason, because there has to be that initial attraction, there has to be that reason that you smile at that person or that that person smiles at you or that you initiate conversation or that you click on a profile or whatever the case may be. So I, I, I don't think it's unrealistic to, I mean, I think we're, we all change. You know, I look back at pictures of myself from 10 years ago or from when I graduated high school. And I mean, I look completely different. My hair is different. My face is different. Everything's different, you know? Um, so I, I understand what you're saying, but I, I think at the same time, like, I think we all have ideals for ourselves physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever. I don't think, I don't think we shouldn't date because of that. But I think that we need to be mindful that as you change, relationships can change as well. Yeah. Well, but it's kind of like, you know, what you said is, you know, you're in love with the person and then everything else follows. You know, uh, I haven't just dated larger women. I've dated a few who were, uh, we'll call athletic, built, or skinny. And I mean, if you became skin and bones, yeah, I would have a hard time with that. Mm -hmm. Because I don't find that attractive. <coughs> I find it... Uh, uh, well, I wouldn't find that attractive. So, <laughs> but she's the same person at the end of the day. Like, mm -hmm. like what happens if she doesn't lose weight by her own volition? What if you know, God forbid, she gets some sort of cancer and then she mm -hmm. beats it, but she loses like forty-eight pounds or something? And like, I'm gonna just say, I don't think you're gonna leave her because she has cancer. No, no. <laughs> but you know, maybe I'm wrong. But you know, like, ah, she's too thin. I'm out. It depends <laughs> if she's gonna share the weed or not. Oh, that's. Lord. Oh, did you have to go there, really? Uh, <laughs> it's no, it's, come it's down to his lack of bacon consumption. I mean, that's what it's going to come down. To. Apparently, yeah. that's where it's right. Is the bacon exactly? Mm, bacon. Yeah, whatever. I think I'm over bacon. Me and Jim Gaffigan just going to go out and eat bacon together. That's what I'd like to do. Yeah, you should. You that would be a that. good date, Kevin I think. Kevin bacon? <laughs> mm -hmm, Kevin bacon. Oh my god! I wonder if his dicks taste like bacon. I hope it That'd does. Be, I'd suck that dick. <laughs> Bacon flavored penis? Mm. That guy's a unicorn if that's the case. Maybe, yeah. maybe like even even if it was rolled in pea meal. I'd, I you know what? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Tabitha, what's wrong how, with how can me. you how can you hang out with these kinds I have of people? No what's idea. wrong with it's, you? It's a mystery. Someone's me. listening to this podcast and going, the BBW discussion broke into a really <laughs> long talk about bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Typical fat girl. See, that's what we're talking about right now. No, really, that's that's typical Eli. Yeah, I yeah. talk about bacon. I talk about the hot tub at Oasis. Yeah. Those are the two things that make my life worthwhile. If that tub, tub, if I could be in that hot tub with a plate of bacon. And a fat girl. And a fat girl. Yeah. My, my life would be complete. Yeah. I'd need nothing else. See? All I think of now is that Eddie Murphy sketch where he's like, get in the hot tub. And it's like, Eli, <laughs> the plate of bacon. Yeah, get in the hot tub. <laughs> yeah, okay. Wonderful. I'm glad that we're all so mature. So, how does identify or not identifying as a BBW, like, has it affected the way that you view dating? I probably date less because I'm not as involved with it. Because, you know, I mm. stay in the, you know, left to my own devices world. Like I said, like... I like toys. <laughs> that's not what you meant. That's not oh, where yeah, I'm okay. going with this. It's like you don't know me at all. <laughs> 
I once told a friend, I'm like, I don't, I don't have a need for toys. I farm the workout to boy. You know what? You're missing a whole world. Oh, I understand completely, but it's just, I don't know. Call me old-fashioned. Like, you know, my parents were in love until the very day that they died, and they were both big people. And they got together, and you know, when they were in college. And that was just their thing. And I never doubted for any minute of the day that not only were they completely in love with each other, but they were completely attracted to each other. Being an only child, I got to see a lot of things that probably I... Didn't want to actually see, yeah. My father was very affectionate. Does... Does being a BBW make harder shot for lingerie? Oh like, my god. Are you, are you kidding me? Uh, really? Do we want to have the... Okay, let's go here. Do you not remember the additional experience where I tried on a billion different things? It doesn't matter, but I, I remember because I'm trying to have this for the listeners. Okay, listen. I'm, I'm trying going to Pennington's. The generic clothing site of yeah. non-sexy. Thank you. Exactly. Sheets. Sheets with elastic <laughs> bands. Anyways, <laughs> but no, I'm sorry, Pennington's. You've been very helpful over the years. Yeah, clothing me, wonderful. I highly recommend them as a company. Except for for anything that makes you feel in all in any way, shape, or form, feminine or sexy. Yes, just if you're completely fine to be a female eunuch, please feel free. <laughs> a female eunuch. <laughs> yes, exactly. So um, let let's be clear about something. I I love the internet. I love shopping on the internet. I love perusing, you know, stores. And, and I cannot tell you how many times over the years I have searched for plus size lingerie. If you're listening to this, I want you to just go and Google that as you're listening to this. I'm going to tell you why. If you're at a computer. If you're, yeah, which I'm hoping you are. So They could have downloaded this on their iPod or whatever. We're they, on iTunes. They could have. But assuming you're on a computer, go and Google plus size lingerie. And then look at all of the skinny women in the plus size lingerie. Because I'm telling you right now, I'm going to tell you guys a story about a corset that I bought online that is absolutely fucking beautiful. But I have boobs. I have a lot of boob. So what happened was I put this thing on (laughs) and it was... Absolutely perfect. I had bigger boobs before. I've lost a lot of. I'm not judging. I know. I know. I I saw. I saw the look, and I apologize. (laughs) So, I put this thing on, and right up until under my boobs, it fits beautifully. It's like, oh my god, that's awesome. And then there's this. I I feel like I felt like Godzilla attacking Tokyo. Like I feel like I was a public danger to everything so I called my girlfriend upstairs and I'm like you have to come see this and she took a look at me and fell onto the floor laughing because the cups were clearly made for a like b cup maybe those are like a double or triple d there's no put there's no it was bad point being plus size lingerie or sexy clothing has a long long way to go and if you happen to know an awesome store or an awesome site please let us know because i have not found such a thing northbound will tailor stuff to fit um i believe the tailoring is free yeah not only at what cost well you're already spending a shit ton do i want to see this in something that tight and no i don't oh there's some stuff there that you would wear very very well you're biased but moving on No, I think I think that so for me anyway, the whole idea of 
lingerie or that kind of like sexy stuff. I want to feel good in it. I don't want you to look at me or you to look at me or whoever to look at me and be like, oh, that's hot. I want you wear that for you. It's like when you have like matching bra and panty set. You just like you just feel sexy because you're wearing good underwear. See, I feel kind of lacking in this area. Like you know, over the years with you know various boyfriends or whatever, I've like, what can I do as you know to present myself in a mm-hmm. in a better light? Not that you know they're obviously if they're my boyfriends, they're into me. It doesn't matter. Right, but I'm like, I want to dress it up. Yeah. So trying to find something to dress myself up for, you know, like it's impossible unless I'm willing to drop a lot of money because you know little leather outfit or a corset or something. Like, I don't have any of that stuff. Like, I just don't because, A, it costs, you know, $1,000. Yeah. Plus, there's also, you know, if it's not adjustable, what am I going to do? Because, you know, there's a 15 to 20-pound fluctuation that just happens mm-hmm. depending on the time yeah. of year or whatever. But finding just everyday, it's not like lingerie, forget it. Like, I just can't even tell you how much just to forget it. Well, one of the things I've heard from an ex of mine she had an issue with the fact that most large women clothing doesn't take into account that there are different kinds of large women. Oh, God. There are large women who are pear-shaped or big around the waist, and but skinny legs. Or, you know, no ass, big ass. Yeah. No tits, big tits. It's like you're saying, you know, the corset, yeah. which had B-side, B-sized cuffs, where you would think that they'd have... Different options. Yeah, exactly. But they don't because they falsely make the assumption or just don't give a fuck. Or the volume of, or the, de- the amount of demand isn't there. Yeah. And it's not practical to make that kind of clothing. Because it does actually technically take more material. We yeah. have that. Mind you, the world has changed a lot. I don't know if you remember, but I remember 20 years ago, I had a black bra, a white bra, and a beige bra. Yeah, and I was there. And that was that. it. And you were happy to find that beige bra, P.S. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Now it's Remember a whole Cotton Ginny Plus? That for like for the, the longest time that was like the go to. Oh, how I miss well, they had a, they had the, whatever. They had an intimates. Remember they had an intimates subset? The Eaton Center had a Cotton Ginny Plus. Yeah. And then they had a Cotton Ginny Plus intimates. Oh see, I, I was I lived in Nova Scotia then, so I got just Eaton the Center, Cotton right Ginny. outside the food court. Yeah. Right outside glamour shots. That was that mm, was for a very shots. <laughs> For a very long time, Cotton Ginny Plus was my was my go to, um, like teenage years for sure, and then. But yeah, that that whole idea of like different body shapes, like so. My ex girlfriend was five foot ten, and probably like two hundred and forty pounds or so. Built like a brick shit house. Didn't have like a big belly. Had a decent ass. Had boobs. Her and I could wear the same clothes, like the same size, but they looked very very different on us because I'm five foot seven and I, you know, I weighed a little bit more. I don't have an ass. Like it was, it was different. We're shaped differently. It's like, you know, my friend and I who share clothes right now, we're shaped differently. So I I think that there is a certain amount of, um, you know, sometimes I think you can find clothes that fit you, but they don't necessarily fit fit you. Yeah. Like for example, you know the, the this this is like a huge thing in, in plus size clothing. This tie around the back, you know what I mean? That thing that you can like tie it, whatever. That thing's bullshit because I have a long torso and legs. <coughs> I'm short waisted, so on me that tie is like mid back. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be at your waist, and it looks ridiculous. So I have like this entire 
subsection of cute shirts that I can't wear because of that. But they're in my size. I just can't wear them. So I, I think that at some point, um, clothing manufacturers, especially, I mean, you could probably go get custom, you know, customized clothing. You could, I mean, you could make your own for that matter. I but I think buying off the rack when you're plus size is really hard. But having said that, I watched my mom for my whole life. My mom is five feet tall and for most of her life was like 96, 98 pounds, tiny. Couldn't find a pair of jeans to fit her. Because she had no hips and no ass. She was built like a boy. Go to the boys section. Well, and that's what she ended up doing. But my point being is that I don't think that that is a... I don't think that's a plus size problem. I think think we just have less options. Yeah, we definitely have less options. There's no question. Like once the internet got involved or like... Because I never cross-border shopped. Mm. Yet these girls would talk to me about going to... You know, oh, what's it called? Like Laura, before Laura yeah, came north yeah. of the border, or these other stores. Hot like, topic in the States. Lane Bryant or something? Yeah, Lane Bryant's good. I bought bras from them. They're <clears> decent. Me too. Uh, but, yeah. but my friend did it when she went for, you know, Black Friday or whatever the yeah. case was. But for me, especially when we lived up north, there was only one store. Maybe two, if additional, because... For my size, additional doesn't really cater to me. No, Pennington's is more. Pennington's yeah, will give me these sheets with elastics yeah. that I require, whereas yeah. additional is like, ah, we'll forget you. you a little bit. We yeah. want you to lose 40 pounds, and then you can wear our clothes. Yeah, yeah. I always say that, so Pennington's additional are owned by the same company, yeah. by Ravens, right? So I always say it's like plus size light. Plus size, medium, and then Pennington's. That's how I always looked at it. Yeah. Oh, they come a long way with their little lines, but why are we talking about this? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, point being, lingerie, plus size, very difficult. Total. Very, very difficult. The materials are awful. Yeah. It's not fair. Corduroy. Sexy corduroy Mm, lingerie. Corduroy. Mm. You know, Victoria's Secret doesn't have a plus size section. Or maybe they do and they they call it that. certainly don't. I've never worn anything Victoria's Secret in my life and I would be delighted to just once be like, wear something that's called angel wings or whatever (laughs) they call them. (laughs) Even if I hated it, I'd wear it on principle. I understand. So, what do you do to... uh, uh, gain or maintain a, a healthy body image like what do you do to feel sexy i think i look at it now as my body is kind of a casing for my brain um for for lack of a more articulate pretty way of saying it um I don't know that I will ever look in the mirror and think, oh my God, that's awesome. Because I, I don't know that I'm that kind of person. Like I don't, I don't know what I would have to wake up looking like in order for me to think that way. And if I did, it would probably make me uncomfortable anyway. Um, that makes me sad. Because I'll tell you right now, I'm pretty happy with myself. I, that's awesome. Well, because I, I love that. I have recently taken to uh, whatever. My healthy choices, I'm swimming. There's a pool in my building, mm-hmm. and I'm swimming, I'd say, six out of seven days a week. Nice. I'm also doing other things, whatever, eating better, whatever. But what I've noticed is I've been swimming pretty solid for almost two months. And I just, whatever, I eat whatever I like, I, you know, within reason. But I, I, I've i just never really been big on diets. But um, I hate diets. I think they're stupid and horrible. I've lost almost no weight at all, yet my body has completely changed in the last two months. Mm-hmm. In the way that it is shaped and formed. And yeah. 
love with myself right now. It's, it kind of makes me laugh. But I think that's awesome. I, I, I think the reason I feel like that is probably be, because where I am in my journey. So like I said, I've literally walked past mirrors and like caught a glimpse of myself and been like, oh, no, I guess that's me. Well, yeah, that, that probably takes some yeah, time to get so, used to, right? So I, I, my change isn't quite as dramatic. Yeah. As, like my I'm, boobs are higher and my ass is harder. I wish like, my boobs were higher. I'd like to pin them to the ceiling. But anyway, um, <laughs> that'd be great. I, I think... I think for me, a healthy body image is more about how not, I don't even think it's about how I look. It's about how I feel about me as a person. And there was a, for a lot of years that I used to always think, oh, I wish I looked more like her or, oh, I wish my ass was better or, oh, I wish my waist was smaller or, you know, whatever, whatever the case was. Or, you know, I wish I could wear that kind of outfit. And now I'm kind of like, you know what, I, I am very much in love with myself as well. Maybe not my body right now, but mm. I, that, that, to me, that's not that big a deal. See, I've, I've always, I had a friend actually, well, Miss Jody back in the day, and she used to talk to me about it because she was a bigger girl. She was she's one of these people who would gain or lose 70 pounds. She was one of yeah. those. And she'd be like... You don't even seem to care. I'm like, well, I've never cared. I don't. Sure. You know what? I am extremely fat. Sure. But I don't, I don't really think about it. Like, I don't wander the streets and think about how people are looking at me and feel ashamed if I'm, you know, someone catches me eating a chocolate bar in public. I've just never cared about any Mm -hmm. of that. And I like who I am and I like how I look. Mm -hmm. Now, if I didn't feel the same, it might be different. And there's been times where... I haven't been feeling very well or I've, you know, been unhealthy. And then, of course, then I've been very down on myself. But if I focused on how I'm different from everyone else so much, as opposed to focusing on just how how different I am, but different is a good thing. Mm-hmm. I've, never, I've never been a conformist, maybe, is the way to look at it. And maybe that's what saved me from being down on myself and thinking, oh, I can't wear that or whatever. Mm -hmm. Obviously, there's outfits that I can't wear that I know that I can't wear. But I've just never, I don't know, I don't know how to properly verbalize it. Do you feel, like, do you feel that you're a sexy person? Definitely. And there's people that I've been with who have told me as much. But, like, I agree. Like, you know, I can lose weight and things would probably be better for me from a healthy standpoint. Definitely in the clothing that I have options to. And, you know, it's not that, it's not like I want myself to, how do I say this? It's not that I want to stay the same size. Like, if I lost weight, I wouldn't be sad for myself or necessarily happy unless, you know, if something fits a little better, I'm always very happy about that. But I don't focus on the negative side of it as much, whereas I find that other other girls in my predicament, if you will, or in my size range, if I get together and talk with them, this is why I... I've been accused in the past of hating other fat girls. And it's more like I just, it's not that I hate them. It's just I have, a, I, I don't see the point of us. That's not, it's not the number one thing about me that mm-hmm. defines me as a person. And yeah. I find that other girls, it's just, it's, they want to talk about it. They want to focus on it. They're always dieting or they're always, oh, she looks so great because she's lost so much weight. Or like, it's always, it's like self-fat shaming. And I just, I, I can't be bothered to do it. 
I don't know how. To... No, I I completely understand that, and honestly, that's a I, I have experienced that a lot. Um, where you know, for example, I've in the past gone out with a, a couple of other girls around the same size as me to like lunch or dinner or something, and then you have like the one girl who's quote unquote normal size, and it's always kind of like. Well, what's she eating? And I'm like, fuck that. I'm gonna, I'm from going out to lunch. I'm gonna eat what I want for lunch, right? Like it's, it's that sort of mentality. And it's, there was, maybe it's because I'm not 25. <coughs> maybe it's because you've I'm, been lying to me. Oh God, here we go. Really? Yes, I have been. I'm actually 38. I know it's terrifying. Um, but I think there. I, I think in your thirties, you start to realize like I'm more than what I look like. I'm more than you know. I mean, I I have I, I I love what I do. I have an awesome brain that I am thankful for every day. You know, I have a good world. I have good people in my life. So I I'm 25 and. I, I'm, I've realized that too. Like, I, I'm also very grateful for the, uh, the things that my mind comes up with. Mm-hmm. And, uh, most of my friends now, or the people that I associate with, to me, they're like just family. Mm-hmm. And I'm very close with a lot of these people. But at 25, huh, people are still looking for something that looks good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And like, Absolutely. as a skinny person, I have less to offer physically than if I were, like, if I had more muscle, if I were more toned. And it's not that I would hold that against them, because if I were them, I would probably be attracted to that, too. Mm-hmm. It's, it's funny, though, because I feel that men also have body image issues, but we're taken less seriously about them, or if, you know... If I'm on the couch with a girlfriend and we're watching TV and I'm like, oh, that skinny girl's hot, she'll get mad at me. And that's socially acceptable. But if we're sitting together and she looks at Dwayne Johnson and starts drooling, I need to shut up and just fucking accept it. I think there's a lot of inequity there. Do you actually refer to her as that skinny girl on TV, though? No. Because when you say it like that, Mm. I'm kind of like, I find that offensive. But if you're like, oh, uh, I don't know. That girl is hot. I don't know anybody's names in Hollywood. (laughs) That blonde actress. You know, Jennifer Lawrence is an example. Yeah. If you're like, that Jennifer Lawrence, man, I'd like to do her or whatever. I'd be like, yeah, no power to you. Just go give her a call. (laughs) Good luck. I I know. It's true what you say, though, when it comes to men, especially in society. We all just like, oh, men, men just suck it up, whatever. That's it. Like, you know, when I complain about my weight. It's a fine line. But I'm also a big believer, and I know that you know this, if you are unhappy with your body, if you are unhappy with your weight, if you are unhappy with your job, if you are unhappy with the car you drive, if you are unhappy with something in your world and you have the power to do something about it and you don't, you're just whining. And that's one of the things. It's one of the things I have... Um, a real issue with I, I've talked to a couple of people since I had my weight loss surgery who were like oh I wish I could do that and I'm like but you can do that if you choose not to that's okay and there's nothing wrong with that but you can do it 
right? Like for me, I mean, I made that decision based on how I felt, not based on anybody else's opinions. In fact, I had a number of people who were like, I don't think you should do it. And I'm like, well, thank you for your concern, but it's not your decision to make. There's this ever-growing thing online that's basically uh, like body positive and, and, you know, getting rid of these unrealistic fat biases and stuff. And, And so, you know, I think it's ridiculous that anybody looks at anybody else and thinks that they're a lesser person because they're thin or they're average or they're fat or whatever the case may be. Like... I don't, I don't care how much you weigh. That's really a, none of my fucking business and B, it, it doesn't affect my life one way or the other. So why someone else being 700 pounds or 75 pounds has anything to do with me is beyond my ability to comprehend. So I, I think that it's really interesting and I've seen, um, a lot of things in the last year or so that, um, that I find really interesting. So for example, this, there was this big thing this year about how sports illustrated has a plus size model. She's a size 14. Okay. And she's a trim 14. She's a muscular 14. I'm a size 14. I am not trim or muscular. This girl, like, I don't consider her plus size, but again, is, is that for me to say, I don't know, maybe that's how she identifies. But, and there was like all this, you know, oh, it's so wonderful and it's so this. And I'm thinking, okay, well, if it's so wonderful, then why don't you show what an actual fat girl looks like? You know, not the, the, the tone. And I'm sorry, that was actually pretty judgmental. I don't mean an actual fat girl because she was an actual fat girl. What I mean is the more realistic person that would speak to me or that would speak to someone, you know, bigger, smaller, whatever. The, the sort of societal norm of what a bigger girl looks like. I think that even when we talk about, like, plus-size models, like, I'm sorry, if you're a size 10, I, as somebody who has been plus-size her whole life, I don't see a, a size 10 girl as being plus-size. And not because she doesn't identify that way, but because based on my life experience, when I put on that same outfit, that is not how it's going to look. You know, it, it, but having said that, if you're a size six and you go pick a designer outfit up, the model that was a size zero or triple zero who wore it, it's not, you know, it's it's not a fair representation. So if someone's a triple zero, is it fair to say they don't really exist anymore? I, I feel like <laughs> is that, that a size now? Triple zero? Yeah, you can get double and triple zero. I didn't and, get and the double. I didn't Let me know get a you. Oh, never mind. You slipped through the crack. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You are now a negative five. <laughs> See? See, for me, that's the opposite end of the spectrum right there. I agree. I, so I, I agree. hate skinny jokes. I hate them yeah. more than really? I hate fat I do jokes. Too. Indeed. Yeah. Why? Because I... To me, it's the same thing. Actually, I. you know why I think it's worse? Because I have had a couple of friends, who one in particular, who literally does nothing but drink five to six protein shakes a day just to keep her weight where it is. And she still feels too skinny. See? It's I, a battle. I have a friend who is skinny, who chooses, who doesn't want to be skinny, mm-hmm. feels that they yeah. are too skinny. And people are always like, oh, you're so lucky. You're so lucky, yeah. you skinny little thing, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I know that those words hurt that person. Of course. So of course. I don't like it. I don't like it because it's the same. To me, it's the same thing. 
if you're like, oh, well, you're a skinny mini, it doesn't matter, you can eat whatever you want. Well, that's not the, like... But the flip side is, you're a fat pig, you can eat whatever you want, because it doesn't matter anymore. See? So, right? it's the same if somebody thing. said that to you, yeah. me, I would be livid with them. Yeah. So, it's, to me, it's the exact same thing when the, the word skinny is equi- it's, it's equal to fat to me. It is. I agree. Totally equal. The pattern that I've noticed in both of those... Is that it's the disconnect between the person being mentally sound with their body. If they're skinny, but they don't feel like that's the right weight for them, and they're not going to feel better until they have moved on to a different weight. It could just be the weight, but it could also be something wrong with them as a, as a person. In my twenties, like I had a hard time gaining weight, you know, because of my lifestyle or whatever, and you know, because I partied a lot. And by party, I mean did a shit ton of drugs. And I smoke cigarettes, which are a stimulant. It's just my metabolism, my natural metabolism. I had a hard time getting any, anywhere over 135. Like, 135 was usually where I capped out. But I was dropped down to more often, you know, 125, 127. And see, the way you, you make it sound, you make it sound like you had a hard time gaining weight or wanting, like, but you wanted to. Yeah. But the Eli I remember from then was a very confident, good-looking gentleman. Oh, wow. Boy, I guess would be the name. Confident, really? Yeah, totally. I See, I never got confident. It's, you know, it's funny because you would ask me why I never hit on you. When I think about those days, I didn't really hit on anybody. I was open to people hitting on me. See, I... I and if somebody hit on me... I know, I'm in the same boat, and I really wanted to touch well, on I think this. what is that girl, though? Wow. What's-his-face's cousin? Remember? <laughs> Jerry's cousin. What was her name? Andrea? Maybe. Anyways, so she was a big girl. She was angry. Anyways, she was an big angry girl. She was, and she was. I I was left with the impression that she did not date a lot or have a lot of sex. And then you just showed up on the scene, and then all of a sudden, you know, you guys were a little bit of a thing. Her apartment flooded. Yeah, you don't remember any of this. Anyways, no. there's a lot of drugs to go. <sighs> I guess, but anyways, I just remember you were just. I was like, what's that chick? Like, I always wondered why. Like, I knew if they, if they, if they were in the hair, because I had long hair then, down in the small of my back. And if they were in the hair, I could probably get them in bed. I'd have because I had my guitar with me all the time, so I'd play them a song. Super cool. He or really? I would he recite them some bang. poetry. It like he was Mo Burry. We need to actually have conversations about this, because I can't even picture that person. However, I'm actually really interested, because you just said something about that, and I'm... I uh, am a good-looking person now, but I wasn't good-looking growing up, or I was just called ugly a lot by the other kids. And that sticks. You know, you can only get rid of that in your head so much. But I think people actually assume that I'm confident because I know how to talk in a conversation. I know, I know how to compose myself and I know how to dress. Mm-hmm. And I think people are actually intimidated to talk to me or to ask me out because they think if, okay, well, look at that guy. He's confident, obviously. If he, wants, if he wants something, he's going to go get it. And I'm like, no, I'm not used to... I'm, I'm used to being rejected. I'm used to being the ugly person who went for something he wanted anyways and not getting it. So now I'm in situations where I, like, I miss out on opportunities where I probably could have gotten them if I had just said something. I'm like, what the hell? Can't you just say something? Uh, I, yeah, well, I'm never sure if someone's flirting with me because it's, you know, just nice, friendly 
flirting or, or if they're, they're serious. Or if they're serious. Like, I, I, and that was the beauty about sleeping with men, especially transgendered women as well. Uh, because they'd be like, yeah, you know what? I heard you have a nice cock. Can I suck it? I'd be like, I think I'm going to get lucky tonight. <laughs> I think, I think, I think it's in the cards. Because just I didn't have... Car warm just in case. I, that's it, right? I didn't have the confidence, you know, but I got hit on a lot. And it was funny because there was one time uh, before I lived with you, but in the apartment that we lived in mm-hmm. together, uh, we were sitting around and talking and I was talking to, to Jody and I said, you know, like I treat these women kind of shitty because I want to break up with them, but they still want want to get together with me. She's like, it's probably because you're good in bed. Like, we, she and I hadn't slept together at that point, but that was like the only logical answer she could come up with. And I'm like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> so it wasn't a confidence thing. It was just kind of like a whatever. I had a really nice cock. It was fucking huge on my little skinny ass frame. Like, basically, a skeleton with an eight-inch cock... That's not attractive at all. You are not... My cock is now. very beautiful. I'm not... I'm like... Do you have a different one now? Like, <laughs> what are you saying? I've, like, I've lost inches. Uh, he, I've he's lost... Fine. It's perfectly fine. Stop talking about your dick. You know, you're Moving on. You're scaring me right now. I've lost like two inches. He's gonna gonna lose something else here shortly. Anyway, the respect of everyone in the room. What what I think think is really interesting on the whole confidence thing is I think that perception is such a huge, huge deal because I have never, not one time ever, not been confident when it comes to dating. I like it has never been an issue for me. And I think because I really like me. If I was someone else, I would be my friend. Like, I'm funny and I'm fun to be around and I say stupid shit. And, you know, I want to do all of the things all of the time. If somebody's like, hey, let's go, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm in. Like, I just, I enjoy life. I enjoy who I am. So I I guess I've walked around with the attitude like, why the fuck wouldn't you want to be with me? I'm fantastic. Not to the point where I'm like, I think I'm better than anyone else. I'm clearly not. But I've always, I've always liked who I am. I've also learned over the years that that can be very intimidating. So women tend not to like me because their spouses, boyfriends, whatever, do like me. Not necessarily... Um, not necessarily like want to fuck me, but they like being around me because I'm fun. But uh, having said that, I've never thought of myself as like, I mean, you guys uh, talking from like men perspective, you're like, like you said, Joe, like you are a good looking guy. You, you do kind of exude confidence. So I would never, it would never occur to me that you weren't because only because I am. So I, I think I kind of maybe project that onto other people. Now, having said that, you you know, sometimes you meet someone, you can clearly tell that they're not. Um, are, are you like faking it till you make it? Because I think that's a great thing. I, I do. I, I tell people that all the time. If you're not confident in a situation, fucking fake that shit. Well, that, you know? that's fair. Like the way I, recently I was uh, offended. My friend, she, she told me that I'm a. I am secretly a 12-year-old girl inside. And I always, I confide in her my, my dating secrets, mm-hmm. if you will, my stories or my crushes or whatever. And recently I had the joy of um, hanging out with a friend I went to high school with. And we kept 
meticulous diaries in high school, this girl and I. And we recently got together with our diaries oh and read them. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Were they same, awesome? Uh, you know, I'm going to say it was an exciting experience to go back and realize 16-year-old Shannon. Because 42-year-old Shannon carries a lot of the same baggage. Like, really? Now, it's not like, it's, it's not like I'm not confident. Like, if I want something, like, whatever, I make things happen, I guess. But... It amazes me, no matter how much you change, you know, I feel I've changed a lot in the past 25 years since I was 16. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, like, these little details that we had written in our diary, I'm like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, just the little things that you do. I was like, I'm still the same girl. That's awesome. I am still 16-year-old, insecure Shannon. There is no doubt about it. I don't and know why, but that I like that I can completely understand that. It makes me happy for some reason. Not that there's like insecure things, but because you're still who you are. I think at the end of the day, no matter like you know our our outward appearances may change for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Either we become more attractive in our opinions, or we gain weight, or lose weight, or shape up differently, or apparently lose penis size. <laughs> whatever the case is, at the end of the day, we still again completely so terrified. <laughs> We still not a pound, not a pound. <laughs> we still are still the same person who we are, and that's why, like, trying to project the person that you think you are is so difficult because you change in so many ways, and people just see what they want to. And yeah, like this girl, she's like Shannon. You're just a twelve year old girl inside. You know that, right? I'm like, I do not care for that. Yeah, I'm a confident woman. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't. Even though wanna... I'm twelve, Shh. I'm confident about it. Yeah. I don't want to be confident. To make people like me, I want people to like me because I'm not. I want people to understand that and like me for that. Yeah. So, on, on confidence, because we're going to wrap up pretty soon, I want to ask Shannon and Joe if they would ever go to a club like Oasis. I would be anxious leading up to it. I would overthink it. I would get concerned. I'd probably end up not having a terrible time. Fair. But... I wouldn't initiate anything. I would just sit by the bar and be as Don Draper as I possibly can. <laughs> don't don't sit by the bar. What you want to do is sit in the hot tub because the hot tub is awesome. That's the bar. That's the best. I hate hot tubs. Do you? Yeah, I hate hot, hot tubs. It's First too hot. Plus, it's really hard to stay seated in there when you have some girth on you. Like, thank you. How about the heated my pool? Would you be in the heated pool? Oh, totally. Yeah. I swim every day. I, my pool is my playground in my mind. Like, is the, the pool in your building heated? Yeah. Because I've lived in that building on and off. Isn't it legal to not heat the pool? The room is heated. Oh, no, I guess it depends. It's an indoor well, There's got to be heat, and it's in the inside. It's in indoor, yeah. Yeah. But so, it's not heated at like 80 degrees or anything. No, this, the, the pool at Oasis is... But no, 100 degrees. As far as Oasis goes, yeah. I'm extremely curious. Like, I have a curiosity, and there's not a lot of judgment going on. I just want to watch it That's, all happen. Well, Okay, but let's, let's talk to Tab about her first experience there because she only started going there when I took her in October. October, yeah. So I was terrified to go there. And I mean legitimately terrified because in my head, only the hot people went there. Whatever the fuck that means, I'm not even sure that I knew what that meant. Mm-hmm. I just thought that I was not the body type. That goes there. Oh, really? Yeah, that was that was like a huge thing for me. I think the opposite. But go on. You, ma'am, are correct. So here's what's interesting. The first time I went there, we're like walking through, and I I actually had to say at some point, like, 
we need, like, I need to just stop because I'm, I'm feeling very overwhelmed and like very, you know, whatever. The second time we went there, I think, was when you were like, oh, let's do the hot tub or the pool. And I was like, I can't, I can't do that. I can't do that because that means I have to get naked and people might see me. Well, you have to be naked in the pool? You know, no. you absolutely, you do you not. Wear a bathing suit you if you can, want. It's clothing optional. If you want to go in a bathing suit, if you want to go, I've seen girls in the hot tub in towels. I'm not even kidding. I wouldn't suggest that, but I'm just saying, like, being in a pool, nude is a good experience. It's delightful. It is because I want to go right now. I lit, like, let's go after this. I want to go after this. I'm not even kidding. (coughs) So, my, my, for me, going there and having this experience where, like, the first few times in the locker room getting changed and stuff, like, I could have easily gone into the bathroom and <coughs> changed and gotten into a towel or whatever. I didn't. I chose not to, but I was not comfortable. Um, now, I don't give a shit because it is so body positive because it is so... You walk through the door and it's like, I get to just be who I am and I get to look how I look and that's just how it is. And it really, it's, it's a bunch of people of different body sizes, Absolutely. shapes, colors... Uh, tattooed, not tattooed, modified, not modified, yes. and they're all just there being sexy. And that's it, it's the really it's the majority the, of the people naked in this place. A, a lot of them, I would, I would say, say, the majority walk around with towels on yeah. until they're doing something where a towel becomes a hindrance, whether it's fucking or swimming, yeah, or both. exactly or both. No sex in the hot tub, but you can fuck in the pool. So, here's an interesting thing old white guys like 60 plus love being naked just naked yes they do just naked that and the nice thing about oasis is most of the manscape yeah they do so they you know they keep presentable, it tiny. presentable but honestly like going there for me actually made me feel better about myself because i i guess and kind of sounds a bit childish but because of the fact that i'm not worrying about anybody else judging me i'm not judging me so it's, I, I, I mean, I'm a big, big fan, big fan, um, and I, I highly suggest it to anyone, and it's interesting because uh, a few weeks back at Sexapalooza, I was there on behalf of the club, and <laughs> Sexapalooza, yeah, and one of the things that I asked a lot of people who came to our booth was, um, she now works for a way. Oh yeah, P.S., I, disclaimer, I now work there. So you hadn't been there before October, and now you work yeah, there. Yeah, I like it that much. I've been going to the place for, you know, a <laughs> year and a half. Yes. A year and a half, Century. and I, I plug it every fucking chance I get. No job for Eli. Uh, did you apply? I did. Okay, well then, never mind. Okay. I was so, I kind of got you on that one, but okay. Yeah. So, long story short, I asked people, because I'm very interested in what stops people from going, because I know what stopped me from going. Um, and the vast majority of people said, oh, I don't, I don't know that I'd fit in. And I'm like, honey, I fit in, you know, like if I fit in, I'm tattooed, I'm pierced. We've got people of literally every race, every body shape, every age. I had, um, an older couple, I say older, older than me. They were probably only in their mid fifties. Um, they said, oh, you know, we used to go to such and such a club. I don't even remember what it was, but then that shut down. And now we just feel like we're too old. And I'm like, no, you're not. There's no such thing. Sexuality and having fun doesn't have an age limit. You know, the same as it doesn't have a weight limit. So I say come. I want to, you know what? 
I want to end the show with your story about Penny and the people talking to them. Oh, my God. Talking to her. Uh, and that's how we'll wrap up after that. So we um, we were talking to people at Saxapalooza, um, telling them about the club, explaining to them, you know, a little bit about it, the fact that it's got spa facilities, outdoor heated pool, how body positive it is, et cetera, et cetera. And one of the gals who works at Oasis, Penny, who's amazing, um, was talking to this one gentleman who said to her, um, I don't, I don't really know how to ask this question. And she said, well, ask anything. Like we're, you know, we're, we're trying to be very open. And he said, do you let fat, unattractive people in? And Penny didn't miss a beat. She said, oh yes, we'd even let you in. Wow. And I thought... She's my hero. That's awesome. <laughs> and the best part was he didn't really get it. Like, it was like he, you know, he didn't kind of catch it. Um, but we do. Everybody goes there. Everybody goes there. Everybody has fun. And it's it's just, for me, it's a place to go and be comfortable in your own skin. Absolutely. You know. Even if you have lots of it, like me. Like, I'm not a big buff guy. I don't, you know have tons of muscles like some of the guys there uh but I, I don't feel ashamed of my body i don't feel i don't feel ugly i don't feel like my back is too hairy or you know like these are all the things that i have issues with you know my gut and hairy back and just all that shit and it doesn't it doesn't i don't ever even think about it no it doesn't there. it doesn't those things don't come into play there because it is a very social atmosphere you will meet very very cool people there and the thing is if you're of the mindset that you can walk in the door and be in that kind of environment you're going to be surrounded by like-minded people who are just there to have enjoy fun. themselves and have fun we met some really great people there yeah for sure so it's uh you should totally come on a Wednesday night. It's ladies' night. Well, that's it. Gals are in free. I guess I'm going for yeah. free. See? Do it. <laughs> Do it. All right. Thank you, ladies, for joining us. Shannon, thank you. Tab, thank you for coming fun. on again. Um, for the, the listeners, we love feedback. We'd love to get some, some feedback. Tell us what you think of the episode. Uh, if you have any ideas for episodes, let's say uh, you have a kink that you don't feel has been represented uh, really any place get in touch with us you know if, if you have comments about this show you want to write us an email I'll read it out and and answer your questions or concerns or or praises or whatever it is well, and that email is I do I would love I would love 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 if there is anyone who is either a feeder or a feedy I would love to learn more about that hashtag feedy on on Twitter. See, that's going to be my new research right there. It'll be fun. Yeah. So the email address is sexandlifepodcast at gmail.com. We also have our iTunes presence. So anyone who subscribes to podcasts on iTunes, you'd be doing us a huge favor by subscribing, getting our numbers boosted. And the website, as always, sexandlifepodcast.com. And we have a Facebook group as well. We do have a Facebook yeah. group as well. And I forget to update it sometimes, but I, I'm working. If on you it. if you don't uh, if you can't be arsed to write an email, and I understand emails are so 2007. Um, <laughs> just uh, yeah, just uh, say something on the Facebook page. We want to hear what you think. Hit us up on Twitter, which is also uh, Sex and Life Podcast. That's right. And on behalf of the producer Joe Michael, thank you for uh, listening, and we hope you're back in two weeks.